talking about hey gav what are you doing are you sassy yo 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 yeah start the music steve <laughs> 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 Walk into a bar. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yank. Walk into a bar. Just for those who need translation on that. Yeah. Intro. Prince has left the building. <laughs> yep. This is Strousey here on the Shady Lady Two. G'day. This is Steve-O in the uh, playroom, the kids' playroom, getting away from the rest of the family because I'm in quarantine and uh, I've just, I've just had enough. I'm out. Yeah. Gaz, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm doing good. This is Gaz, and uh, I'm still stuck in the garage here for four weeks. Have you started eating your fingers yet? Uh, just my finger now. Fish fingers? I mean, I mean are you, uh, yeah. Strauss, you probably have an advantage because you're uh, um, living alone, but uh, I'm almost like three weeks in. I'm I'm getting I'm getting a little twisted. Yeah. Oh, is this a, is this yeah, a, a message to your a... family that you're trying to send out here? Oh, I think it's time to complete my will, get it signed off. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, who's it? But who's it going to now? That's the question. <laughs> honey, if you hear this, I do love you. I, I need I need my mates, and I need a stiff drink, and we're, we're good. We're good. Yep. We're good. That's good. Good stuff. Well, straight out of the gate, I got to talk. I got to tell you how good was Trumpy's speech on Sunday, where his hair took off in the wind, and, <laughs> and his comment was, "My hair's blowing around, and it's mine." There's <laughs> one thing you can't you can't get away with if it's not yours. You've got a problem if you're the president. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was his official statement. That was what he said oh, at yeah. the time, wow. as as it, as it took off. Yeah, had a bit of a yeah. flutter, and uh, <laughs> came back down to nest on the old cranium. And uh, yeah, he he just brushed it down a bit and uh, claimed it was all his. It's all mine. He said, yeah. "It's mine." So when it was cockeyed, what did it look like? Well, like extreme it was, games, it was like like it a, was like a BMX jump or something. What was it? What did it look like? You it ever, was kind. Of, you ever seen the? You ever seen the movie? With David Spade in uh, Black Sheep. The convertible with, uh, Chris Farley. When his hair flips up. <laughs> kind of looked like that. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty It was pretty good. I mean, it was good that he went with the gag, at least. You know, right, right, right. right. With it. Hey, he is human. He is human. What else do you do at that point? Push Sorry, on. mate. I think he's just got to push on, right? He did. He just pushed through. To. And I think basically what he was saying is if it wasn't his, it would have flown off into the Rose Garden. Oh, okay. You know? <laughs> but then I suppose it's still his. I mean, he owns it, right? He yeah. paid for it. Right, right, right. I like the uh, I like the like blonde uh, frosted tips. It it kind of was a, like a, almost a strawberry blonde. It's a it is it's a strawberry blonde. Hey, do you remember the Futurama gag where they had all those heads of the presidents and that in that, or like in a museum? I I see in about. 2,000 years, they'll have all the presidents and what they did, and and, and, and of it will be like Trumpy's hair. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Trumpy's hair. Uncle Trump. Uncle Trumpy's hair. I'm a little jealous. I don't I don't have a full crop of hair, so good good on it. Whatever. Well, let me let me ask you guys, since I'm you know you guys obviously uh, shave your head, and uh, do you miss the wind blowing through your hair? My my. My uncle, my uncle, he had a great analogy for it. He said, once upon a time, it was my hair. It was all waves. Now, it's just all beach. <laughs> hard, sandy. Uh, it gets hard. But, I mean, I don't mind getting... <laughs> 
I don't mind getting rid of it because it's actually less work. Look at Gaz. He spends yeah. all that time to make his look like Beckham. And <laughs> it's a lot of, it's a really lot of work. Everybody I think he has the advantage the less work. What yeah, I, less my work. trick, I've got less work because the more I sleep on it, the better it gets. Just set it and well, forget it. So, Straussy, um, I, I, I committed to like a beard that kind of started out as pre-Christmas. It was like, we got some time off. I'm just not going to shave. And then all this virus stuff. It just off. gained traction and, <laughs> and, and next thing we're canceling shows and whatnot and i've committed to a full-on full-blown end of days growth beard it's a pretty solid beard kind of no wonder that your family's got mad at you really <laughs> well i do look a little homeless <laughs> right cadence is like mommy who's the homeless guy sleeping has, in has your bed thought ever crossed your mind about you know we we shave our heads on a regular basis have you know now that we're in quarantine and we might not see people for two or three months. Have you thought about growing out your bangs? <sighs> you mean my, my bang? My bang? The Homer Simpson bang? My bang. It would just be None a bang. Me. It would be a bang. People, you yeah. know, ladies can't do their hairs. Guys, we kind of have the advantage that we don't want to shave. But same thing for some guys that have receding hairlines or no hairs. It's like, well, just let it go. Does it matter? I mean, you worry about seeing your neighbors or who gives a shit? I don't know. I'd see, here's the thing that I why I went for the bold straight up because my old man still has a comb over. Okay. It's very thin. Trumpy? It's a lot thinner, <laughs> it's a lot thinner than Trumpy's. And it's a lot longer. I mean, it probably goes down to his hips if you let it flow down the side. But, but he's been, I've watched him fight the battle for decades. He's and gone and gone. You know what? It's not worth it. People, right. everyone's talking about it. Just shave it off. Go straight for the straight for the shave down. Sure. I, I think some of your old photos, right? It's more of a widow's peak that just kind of receded. That's kind of where my old man was like too. Um, <laughs> definitely have the spot in the back of the head as well if it was to grow out. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you'd have the monk. Yeah, I suppose the fry tuck. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or the rat's tail. You could grow a bushy, you yeah. know, rat's tail. I mean, we were planning on discussing the mullet, but I did have a pretty fine mullet in its day. Right, you know? right. Speaking of which, the, the worst news of the week is that we lost one of the greatest mullets of the 90s. 90s country. Yeah. Yep, Gary's did. mate, um, Joe Diffie, passed on the weekend, and yeah. Gary was good mates with Joe. Do you want to give us a little tribute to Joe, Gaz? Yeah, yeah. Uh... Sure, man. Uh, we did, uh, as we shared in our last podcast, we found out news that he had contacted the virus. And uh, we, you know, were just thoughts and prayers out to him and his family. And uh, two days later, it, uh, it took him, you know, which was, a, I think, a shock to everybody. Still kind of reeling, yeah. you know, from it. But uh, just, uh, man, you know, a lot of time in the past couple of days thinking, you know, and, and really you think about the memories and the time that you shared. And, and those are the some of the best times of my life, you yep. know, and uh, just a great, great guy uh, to work for and amazing, talented voice. Probably one of the best voices that country music's heard and you know uh maybe i'm a little biased but no. i don't think yeah. so no. <laughs> would, it, would it be scary would it you know would it be safe to say that if it weren't for the coronavirus we would still have joe Diffie? i would think so you know give it now i i don't know the exact details of what took him um other than the, you know complications from it 
Um, but it's highly yeah. likely we would. And he's that's, still that's he's, he's we're still comprehensively touring as well. I mean, I don't know if you know how many dates, but he was still working solid. Oh, yeah. About a hundred right. to hundred and twenty dates a year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he did last year. Um, so that's that's a good good chunk right. of dates. You know, that's more than we that's more than we've mm-hmm. done in right. the last. Year. Would I assume correctly, Gary, that um, you actually reached out once you heard that he had contracted after he did that presser? Is that correct? Yeah, I sent him a text and, uh, you know, just the joking right, banter. Right. He was always a, right. a good-spirited person. Um, even when even when he felt felt like right. crap, you, you wouldn't know it. But it was cool, man. Like, uh, I think the saddest thing for me is the people that loved him, friends, family, right. fans, won't be able to send, send him the proper stuff. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, that is a tragic um, thing in this time. With, it, I mean, they, not just for Joe Dine, but for all people that they can't. Yeah, anybody. You know, and because I mean, his immediate family right. is more than 10 people, you know, right there. So but uh, they did a cool thing in his hometown, uh, Nolensville, uh, with the fire department and police. And uh, they did a parade in a bunch of John Deere tractors and his truck. And I mean, there was a lot of a lot of vehicles right. going through mm-hmm. his neighborhood, you know. For me, it was uh, one of those gigs that uh, from the minute I met him, man, he treated me like family. Yeah. You know, even even to the day that, you know, I stopped touring with him because um, we had cut some shows down and and I said, Joe, I, I need to work, man. You know, and he yeah. goes, go and work. You'll all you'll always have a gig with right. me if you want. Yeah, that's cool. Just a great guy. And I've never heard, you know, people in general, just you never hear anything. Right. negative about him you know i just want to touch lightly on what you said about uh, the fact that joe couldn't have his family around i read a piece tonight too that's similar about two grandparents that were 85 and 86 these grandparents contracted the coronavirus and then had to say their goodbyes to their family via facetime that was, that was something that i just read tonight geez. yeah so it's not it's playing into not only our everyday lives but even people passing over and the effect that the families have to be quarantined and they cannot be with their loved ones as they pass. And I'm sure Joe and Joe's family had to experience that as well. It's just sad. It's just terrible. I'm sure. You know, I reached out. I reached out to Parker, uh, his his son, who was, you know, his back, backup singer and toured. You know, we were on the road together for a long time. And I know he's going through a bunch of yeah. stuff, you know. We didn't get to connect yet, but I'm, I'm hoping yeah. to in the next week. Biggest thing I want to do right. is give him a hug. I mean, really, that's, I don't, I can't, there's nothing I can say other than just, man, I love you and I'm here for you. I, I love seeing on social media the combination know. of natural artists that were influenced by him and some people that we associate with that are part of the band and part of the crew that are just heartbroken. And either the, those yeah. entities or those, those people uh, and the rest of the natural community trying to do their best to kind of scoop them up and, and just keep them going day to day. Yeah, for sure. You know, and not just artists. I mean, there's actors right. and athletes, you know. Our guy, Dwayne. Yeah, that guy's Dwayne got the some, rock. He's got a, a, yeah. an eclectic and broad scope of music. And to the fact that he mentioned Joe was pretty great. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely sure. all the people in my camp, we were on a text chain. And they were all, um, everybody was devastated. Even when it was it was put out there that it might happen, everybody was like. Well, and I think if you think about it, you know, as the older you get, the older we get, times change. But that era, the 90s, like, that's like a piece yep. of us that's gone. 
you know what I mean? Like Joe was probably one of the biggest stars in the 90s country, you know? That's really the last great, in my opinion, country music. Even though there's still great artists there, you know, now, that period, yeah. there's just something about it. And it's almost like a piece of you died. And then on top of that, I got the chance to be on the road with him. Yeah for years and years and years and so then you have right. that aspect as well that it's just like man that's it. you start thinking back the way you describe it is the 90s country and if you went to walmart and you bought a 90s country artist jigsaw puzzle and then you tried to put it all together and there was one piss missing and that was that's joe yeah. dippy you know it's like inc incomplete you know yeah, yeah. and they all had molds. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good segue right there they Somebody did all have mullets, and um, that probably leads us into our next segment. <laughs> I've had a little competition here for us of Let's some of the it. greatest mullets of all time. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to give you two guys for different segments of the population in mullet, and I'm going to give you a choice of two, and you guys can pick the winner. And if if it's a stalemate, I'll be the casting vote. Okay. So, um, so is it okay, because so, of like the impressiveness okay. of the actual mullet as per? Well, I think it's I think it's which was your favorite. Oh, okay. Okay. Which which do you like the best? I can know? go with that. Which yeah. which was which is your mallet? Gotcha. Which who do you give your vote to? Okay. So so kicking <laughs> off with country, I've got Blake Shelton versus Toby Keith. Blake yeah, Shelton. I have to go with Blake too. Blake's a winner. Yep. All right. Blake kicked Toby. Yeah, and you know why you know I went because <laughs> Toby's look more like a sheep. <laughs> <laughs> that was bad. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was uh, the length of Blake's and the fullness of, it. and he kept that thing till like the early two thousands. Yeah, well, he wore that thing out. I saw something on social media that he and Gwen are trying to bring it back, even if it's just quarantine time. Take that to the bank, right there. <laughs> I I'll look oh, forward man, to it. Yeah, great. it's good. True story. All right, second category: the best heartthrob mullet, Patrick Swayze versus Kurt Russell. Kurt Russell's a good actor, man. Yeah, Ooh, Kurt Russell's a good Patrick actor. Patrick Swayze. You got to go with Swayze for. For personally wise and the the commitment to the fucking awesome portrayals in his movies that he did there's roadhouse come on you're a dirty dancing fan and that's all there is to it steve nobody puts stevie in a corner <laughs> roadhouse. Guys, are you on dirty you dancing. on the swayze are you on the swayze dance uh camp <laughs> swayze dance oh i'm yeah i'm with swayze. okay yeah. swayze's a winner yeah. on the hearts rubs okay yeah the best rock chick mullet Susie Quattro or Joan Jett? Mm. Ooh. That is a tough one. That's a tough one. I'm going to go Joan Jett. Uh, no. Yeah, say don't Joan say Jett. that because I just said it. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, though, I, I know I, Joan Jett. Uh, who was the other one? Susie Quattro. Are you an Aussie? No. Okay. So Joan Jett, she may have been English. I, I may have she can be just if you the tail end of her, but I wasn't. I didn't know much about either of them. But I know that Joan Jett's got the longevity too. So that's that's my decisiveness. Yeah, Susie Q had a, a long list of hits though. But yeah. Either way, don't care. Then we'll go drive, <laughs> baby. <laughs> okay, the best '80s TV mullet, MacGyver or Hasselhoff. Oh, you know, okay, you stumped me on this one because I was automatically going to say Kirk Cameron. Who's the boss? No, yeah, well, uh, yeah. Well, no, that was uh, uh, not well, Family Matters. No, not Family Matters. Yeah. 
One of those shows. So, <laughs> uh, let's see. So what you're saying is, I, when you when you think about it, any family TV show in the '80s during the, during the '80s had a candidate for that for that category. So, what what was your uh, what was your two again? MacGyver or Hasselhoff? Uh, MacGyver. I got to go with the Hoff man. I wanted to be the Hoff for sure. Go on the Hoff. <laughs> that car, that, I, that jacket. Oh no! Yeah, no. So I guess I've got to, I've got to make the casting vote on this one. I love MacGyver, but I think the half. That's right. Has has That's I think right. he has the status. Oh, he has yeah. the status. Oh, he yeah. has all the German population Man. as well. Next category: best lesbian mullet. All of them. Ellen DeGeneres <laughs> or Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> we can only hope. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the best question tonight. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Steve, right, I'm, I'm going. I'm going with Jennifer. That's the best lesbian mullet. Cigarette smoking. I, I love it because Gaz thought about it. Steve just jumped straight in on that one. He crossed the Jennifer. <laughs> Oh, that's the best one. Uh, I thought you peaked there, Scotty. I don't know if it's going to get any better than that. <laughs> that was the trick question for this round. But yeah. okay, I thought you know, I thought maybe you know, being in quarantine for like almost three weeks, I was like, well, did I miss something? You know, you know how that actually came about? I stumbled across Ellen DeGeneres while I was looking for mullet, and I googled lesbian mullet, and the other they were no others. <laughs> So who was the other option if it wasn't Jennifer Anderson? Like who were, uh, what's the name? I just thought, well, who would we? Who do we want to be right, a lesbian? Right, right, right. Jennifer yeah. Anderson, of course. So, you know, take my money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Next category: the best tough guy mullet, Chuck Norris or Hulk Hogan. Oh, Hulk Hogan. Are you saying Hulk Hogan, or are you just like talking about Hulk Hogan? Hulk was the man. But uh, who was the other? Who was the other one? Yes, he was Chuck Norris. Uh, yeah, you. Uh, I, I gotta go, Chuck. <laughs> so I've got to cast the vote. Um, you do, man. I'm going with Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> going with Chuck. Is it because he's a lesbian? Are you? What is going on? All right. All right. Here we go. Best Afro-American mullet <laughs> is is it Michael Jackson or Prince? Yeah, Prince. I, I'm gonna lean that way too. I mean, okay, you're both wrong. You're that both pompous wave, you're, man. You're both wrong. No, well, it's Lionel Richie. <laughs> <laughs> he's still rocking. That thing so therefore, I think he's got to win it. I think Lionel's got to. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So committed there, Steve. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. He, he's Here. no lesbian. Next. Next. <laughs> oh, we're not sure. Um, here we go. This is a good one. Best Brooks and Dunn mullet. Ronnie Dunn. <laughs> Rock <or> kicks Brooks. <laughs> I thought you were saying Ronnie Dunn or Ronnie Dunn. <laughs> I'm going to say Sugarland. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, he's good. Man, if you if you had said Ronnie Dunn or Ronnie Dunn, uh, I would have wet my pants, dude, for real. 
They would have had to have been Ronnie Dunn or Chuck Norris. <laughs> if they're both lesbians. <laughs> oh, man. I gotta, I gotta tap out here. We're killing time. My, my stomach hurts. Okay. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get another Ronnie Dunn. <laughs> yeah, Ronnie Dunn. Ronnie gets, Ronnie gets it in every yeah. department. I mean, Kicks is just that step behind him, really, in uh, every way. <laughs> Wait, there's yeah. a second person. <laughs> Like either of them, David yeah. Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I void my boat. You, you, you split this one. I think Bowie's Bowie's actual mullet was far superior. Right. Yeah. Did you say Bowie, guys? Yeah, I did. There you go. Did. Jagger didn't really have as good a form as Bowie. Nah. He didn't commit. No. He didn't. Commit if he did, he was it. just sloppy. No. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Next category: coolest '80s rock mullet, Sting or Bono. I just got to go with uh, Sting because he's the bass player. Sting. I'm, Sting. I'm going to go with Bono. So we have a Sting and a Bono. Yep. I'm, going, I'm going for Bono. Yep. Well, uh, wait, hold on, Colin. I'm going to tell you what you're going to pick right now. <laughs> right? And you tell me if I'm correct. You're going to pick Sting. He just said, what? How, what are, you, are you shaking a, a magic eight ball or something? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. No, nah, I'm going Bono, mate. Uh, yeah! <laughs> See? Reverse psychology. It works every I'll give you time. That. I'll give you that. <laughs> This brings us yeah. to the f- grand finale of the quiz. The number one all-time greatest mullet, Billy Ray Cyrus or Billy Ray Cyrus? Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with, uh, I'm going to go with, uh, wh- which Billy Ray Cyrus are we talking about? The, the 90s, right? You stipulated 90s? <laughs> <laughs> well, and this is unless you guys could come up with someone better. I don't think there's enough competition for where Billy's at. I mean, that guy, when he released Some Gave All, that that album, I don't know what he's rocking now. He's rocking a cowboy hat or whatever. But that, that 90s one, dude, it, it was it was so to attention on the top, but the length of it on the back was like, he's not messing around. He's you know, That yeah. wasn't a gag that was just like took off overnight. He, he was committed to that from the start, you know? Yeah. Did you ever notice, though, that a lot of the mullets, their, their mustache would get overlooked. They had the mullet thing going crazy and then they had the funky you know 70s porn mustache. <laughs> yeah. 70s porn stash yeah yeah like joe diffie yeah they all yeah, yeah. aaron tippin joe mm-hmm. yeah. alan ray yep. aaron tippin's yeah. pretty pretty good hey Strassi, that, <laughs> yeah, was, that, was a, that was a pretty good commitment to some research on your uh categories there mate well done by the way oh thanks yeah. mate yeah i enjoyed that well anyway done. next segment next sec- Next segment, yeah. Have yep. you guys heard any conspiracy theories regarding the coronavirus online or through the friends? I have. I've got a couple of mates who are into that kind of thing. One of them's name is Steve Sears. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one is uh, Gary Lewis. <laughs> I know this is a lighthearted start to the show, and I don't want to get it to turn too dark, so let's not try to spend too much time on it. But the stuff that is out there right now is floating around, and it's part of does it doesn't matter which which article you read or which interview that you listen to it's you you would have to say honestly that 
in this society, it, it could be one-sided, lopsided, or funded by X or... Yeah, but the thing is, with any of those, any of these theories that are going, as soon as you start on the rabbit hole, you open up a can of worms. Yeah. You know, as soon as you start on one, it's like, <clears> then you're going to get bombarded with all the conspiracy theory people in your Google search or whatever, right, right. you know. So you want to give us a list off yeah. of what the, and, and the current it's ones just, are? It's just a brief, let's just touch on a, a couple of them brief so we don't run out of time. Uh, just propose just a little bit of feedback on your own behalf, whether you think there's any validity to the uh, theories themselves or whether you just tell me straight up, think it's a bunch of bullshit. So here we go. You ready? Yeah. Did, did the latest strain of coronavirus begin as an animal to human transfer naturally or was it a product of a laboratory? Uh, I I think it was a natural. Okay. If you call people in a wet market chopping up bats and eating right. them, natural. Gaz? Uh, I'm going to say, I don't know. Um, my only, like, it's hard to take, uh, logic or critical thinking out of the equation when you ask questions like that for me, because my mind automatically goes to what China is, you know, on, as far as being a oligarchy ruled by one, but communistic, you know, right. So it's like the stuff they're putting out, you can't believe any of it, right? you know? And it's kind of like our news, like, what can you believe? Right. What can't you believe? You know, and you say, well, you got to check with the scientists. And then you read something that a scientist says, and it's like, all right, well, now what I'm reading true or right. not. You and know? I even think that comes down to um, China's numbers, too. They think that those numbers have been fudged. I think it's right. hard to fudge numbers that are inaccurate to begin with. I don't think we can believe any of the figures out right. of China. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, they just miraculously now, they don't have anybody that has it which could take you down a whole other theory meaning they put it out there and already had the cure for it right you know what i mean well i'm just pulling or, figures off the top of my head here but isn't that aren't they saying there's only eighty-seven thousand cases infected. in china and and yet yet infected and yet there's already over a hundred thousand in mm -hmm. america in the US. right so right. it doesn't make yeah so sense. i mean that's impossible <laughs> that's just and, and, and I've read articles right, too yeah. that the people of the the population of of Wuhan are saying or objecting to the numbers that are coming out of China are incorrect. So when you have your own people turning against your your government, you know that's that's just a theory. Again, um, Colin, you mentioned a wet market, so you think it's like uh, people eating the animals, and that that had the possibility of the gene structure changing, going to infecting humans, etc. Well, that's a, I mean that's what the mainstream news would have you believe. Right. From what I can tell, is, is that what you've seen? I I think that's uh, the main story of how it, how it well, came about. Well, yeah. Until until you get into yeah. and and other, without other going theories. too far down the rabbit hole, a theory that it was just a coincidence and a luxury that the wet market was close by to the like the um, I think it was the Wuhan Institute of Virology that had like fifteen hundred viruses and lockdown close to that wet market, and then all of a sudden, just like oh, bats are responsible for the the spread, but it came from a wet market. But you know, across the street is a virology lab. Yeah, there's a lot of coincidences with Wuhan. Well, but, you know, it still I, could have started. Ultimately, people have been warning about this is going to happen, mm -hmm. the transfer of viruses from animals in these wet right. markets for a long time. But there's also uh, another article that says something about they've lifted the ban of um, scientists being able to develop and study lethal viruses. I'm not sure if you heard that or read that. I didn't hear that. Because if you if you think to yourself, well, if it's laboratory made and it escaped, then it's a bioweapon. And then... Well, but the other thing you got to keep in mind, too, is 
the scientists are the Chinese government. Right. Like they are controlled and run. They are part of the, you know what I mean? So it's like, what, how do you, yeah. what do you take I, out of that? You know? And then why are, why is all our drugs coming from them? Yeah. Let's make our own. That's a, yeah, that's know, a, that's a, that's a subpar yeah. to that too. But what you touched on about the scientists is that some of them have spoken out and said, this is a major problem. We need to do something about it. And then they got the virus and died. Coincidentally. <laughs> <laughs> Quote, quote, I'm, I'm doing the, the quote, unquote, fingers. Yeah. yeah. The thing about releasing it intentionally, if it was released intentionally, why would you do it in your own backyard? You wouldn't. Well, if you had the knowledge that it was spread worldwide to take down a, a superpower, you know, because. Yeah, but you wouldn't start it in your own country. You'd drop it somewhere else. Yeah, but look what look what Hitler did in his own yeah. country. But, you know, there's, there you could know be I mean? there could it's... be those people that, like, get on a commercial flight and travel to, you know, New York City. That was Sydney, the thing that I. Blah, 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 blah. Spread it around. G'day, how you going? Have a donut on me. No worries. Scoff, scoff, scoff. Ah, coronavirus. <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard about this or read about this, but uh, I heard and read from different sources. Don't know if it's true or not. But uh, when they fa- figured out that the containment was kind of coming from Wuhan, the Chinese government just allowed those people to leave and fly and get out of there and go wherever they wanted to go. But yeah, you know? it was a, a, something happening so too, like, like with the Chinese New Year. So like everyone was celebrating, but they had to get back to something. So yeah, I mean, you can basically say that we can't trust the Chinese right. government. Right. I mean, that's a pretty generalization. That none can of you trust, trust any government? government. <laughs> well, as far as that question well. goes, I think that that covers the, the Chinese government. What about on our own soil? We're all uh, residents or citizens of the United States. There's a, uh, a theory that the governing body, I think Pelosi put it in her stimulus package or demands that they would move towards a digital currency. What's your thoughts about as far as government then having the ability to track every citizen's income or assets as well as taxes because of the fact, you know, they're trying to limit the, the interaction of cash and they're trying to monitor, you know, getting the... <clears throat> so is this part of the theory of how cash is dirty and we don't want no, to... No, no, no. It's more, it's more so, about um, if the economy implodes or whatever, they're going to try to like, get a new financial system that's digital like not necessarily bitcoin but their own the government's own take on bitcoin and therefore you have to declare everything that you earn and there's no cash trades you do it like swiping a card or apple pay or this and that so that they you eliminate cash altogether or fiat money okay i understand the point you're getting at but what's it got to do with the virus whereas you connect well where you're this connecting is it from that this was pelosi's demand on that was her, in, what, in her end of the bill. deal that got nixed so obviously someone got together and said we need to move towards this and the republicans mm-hmm. just went no but the, the thoughts of um how, how that would affect us if that had got passed because some of the things like the the kennedy center performing arts got funded um yeah. if, if that had been a thing uh, just your thoughts on whether or not they would have moved that direction well the thing i heard was that is to get us out of cash right for that reason, plus others reasons. Well, but the excuse they're using is that cash is dirty and carries the jobs. Right, right. So that's that's one of the ones gotcha, I've been gotcha. hearing. I mean, all governments want to move towards where they have control of the citizens. Right. I mean, we've seen it happen. We saw it happen in Australia in the early yeah. '90s when the government wanted to bring in what they called an Australia yeah. card, which was to get money under control get the people under yep. control you know well everybody kicked up a huge stink and said we're not having an australia card go yep. to hell blah 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 so they went oh okay so that went away you know they gave everybody a tax right. file number and that's exactly the same right, thing right. um Straussie, your mate bill gates 
Yeah, there's a lot of stories about Bill well, Gates. I'm out there. Gonna ask, I wasn't really aware the, of it all. He's got the but... best uh, lesbian wallet. <laughs> did I you have to, uh, <laughs> as, as regarding Gates, did you have to Google something or just to get a little bit more informed or if you, just to see anything that was out there that was beyond <clears throat> the um, conference or speech or whatever? Yeah, well, I'm just, it's really just that I've got a mate in Australia who's into all these conspiracy right. theories who we could get on the show as a guest if be great. we want. He'll talk talk us around yeah. in circles, but I like um, I think we should oh, do it one so day we. for for a bit of for a bit of fun. <laughs> and, asking the lesbian question, but, but <laughs> <laughs> he has this theory about Bill Gates, which I mean, I guess it's out there, out there theory, but I'm just not privy to it right. in general life. But that Bill Gates is the evil empire, and he's been doing all of this stuff all along uh, to lead us into the like it's saying about vaccinations being right. evil, and that was that was about to, con- ways sure, to control sure. the population. And that was that was like about that. to be my next question: Is there a, a, a grander scheme afoot with the convenient isolation of the population? Once they establish that this is legit, it's real. The combination of like mandated vaccines simultaneous with the tracking of citizens. Like if you if you get a a, a, a flu shot or a, a vaccine to the yeah. virus, we get, we're going to know your every move. Well, that's what these theories are saying. It's uh, how the like Bill Gates is part of this conspiracy to get everybody on the vaccine so they can shoot stuff into us that they yeah, can track right, us right, with. Right. The bigger question about the whole Bill Gates thing, and this is the main point: if Bill Gates had a huge slong, would it have been called macrosack? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, You've been saving it on that one, haven't you? I've been oh, sitting mate. on that. You've been spending all day, haven't you? Just waiting for this podcast. What I was going to say is it gives uh, new meaning to the, the term or phrase hard Or floppy disk. <laughs> floppy disk. Why, why couldn't it be micro hard? <laughs> well, it's hard to imagine Bill Gates with a hard on, I think. You know? Is it? Is it? <laughs> it is for me. <laughs> okay. On that note, we probably should get out. Yeah, get, get out, out of here. To get out. Uh, I mean, we've we've covered some good stuff. We've covered Trumpy's three-minute hair, the man, the myth, the legend, Joe Diffie. Yeah. We've done a complete mullet analogy, and we've had conspiracies. Yeah. I think. Just, just let's not leave it so, so heavy. Just, just one, one good thing that we've seen this week, in the last few days before we leave. What are you talking about? I've been sitting in my boat. <laughs> Does it get any better than that? Uh, okay, exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, I got a, I got a quick little story for you about the other day. So we're out in the yard, and uh, me and Rach uh, are out there with the dogs, and our neighbor friends of ours right across the other side of the road. Uh, Hillary comes over talking to Rach. You know, of course, six feet distance, you know, and yeah. uh, and then her, her husband, Curtis, came over and he's like, you guys want to play cornhole? And we're like, I don't know. Let me check my check my schedule, you know, but uh, <laughs> so we were hair like, appointment, yeah, some cornhole. tanning yeah, bed, hair, hair appointment. Yep. And one thousand uh, push ups. Yep. You know, and uh, Rach goes, hey, let's get some bushwhackers because rebar sells to go bushwhackers (laughs) and all you have to do is buy a five dollar snack pack and boom you got your bushwhacker so we played cornhole they were on their side on their yard and we set you know the boards on one board on our yard one on theirs 
played cornhole and drink bushwhackers. It was great. Did did, <laughs> did you touch the same cornhole bags though? Let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> we actually lysol them. Oh, that's sprayed good. Them down, uh, sprayed the boards down. I saw the pictures. Hands. That's awesome. Yeah, that could you could have a new name for that game. Could be now called virus tossing. <laughs> It could be, but you know what? We felt normal. Corona hole. Corona hole. Strauss, you good? Any feel good? No. (laughs) (laughs) You spent your whole time on that fucking lesbian joke. It was a a cracker too, by the way. And and what's wrong with that? To be honest, I think we should stop the podcast right at the end of that joke. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> it didn't uh, get any better than that. I, I, got, I just got one real quick one. Is the, is the fact that I have a friend of mine in Alabama that's an EMT. He had to transport known positive cases. I don't know where. He didn't explain that. But uh, he he had the full hazmat suit on and the, the gloves and the, the mask and whatnot. And uh, yep. live to tell the tale. That's just pretty much it. I mean, it's just medical workers and people that we know That's good. stepping up and, and doing what needs to be done. And we're, we're in our towers just doing what we do and <clears throat> drinking yeah. our vodka. We need them. Yeah. We've got to have them. We love them. Shout out, shout yeah. out to Todd. Shout, shout out to Courtney, uh, another friend that's a doctor. Yeah. So, yeah. Much love to our medical Mom. staff and, and healthcare workers on the front line. Much love. Yep. Sure. All around. We wouldn't be yeah. here without them. I was just going to say, it's been great talking to you guys tonight, too. It's good for my uh, sanity. Yeah, you oh. too, mate. It's good, to, it's good to throw in a good Jennifer <laughs> Anderson joke here and there and get the required response. I'm going to be I'm gonna be busy for the next 15, 20 minutes. All I can picture is Jennifer <laughs> Aniston with Joe Dirt's hair. <laughs> can you Photoshop that and send it to me? Uh, two Aussies in a yank. Walk into a bar, right sign up. out till next right time. See you guys soon. Right 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 right